Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com to another blog and another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, and Apple Podcasts. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings. We're in chapter 4, verses 10 through 15, which reads, And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone find him should kill him. That's Genesis chapter 4, verses 10 through 15. Today we return to Genesis chapter 4, where we learn of the first murder in the scriptures. Cain was the first recorded male born in human history. And this first recorded son of Adam and Eve became a murderer and a liar because he chose to be defined by the culture of the devil rather than the culture of God. This merely underscores the doctrine of original sin, which is the teaching that all mankind suffers moral corruption as a consequence of Adam's sin. The doctrine of original sin teaches that all human beings are born into sin, born spiritually dead and born separated from God. We are sinners not because we sin. We sin because we are sinners. In order for man to be reunited with God, someone must pay the penalty for our sin. In verses 10 and 11 of today's passage, we read, And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. So here, God identified Cain with the serpent. In Genesis chapter 3, God cursed the serpent and the ground, but not Adam and Eve because they represented the seed of the woman. God cursed Cain, indicating he was of the seed of the serpent. In Genesis, we trace the line of the serpent down through those who were cursed. God cursed the serpent in Genesis chapter 3, then Cain here in Genesis chapter 4, then Noah's grandson in Genesis chapter 9, and all those who oppose Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. The seed of the serpent are those cursed 
like their father, the devil. And they are the seed of the serpent because they chose to be identified by him. The very fact that Cain murdered and lied indicates he inherited Adam's sin. This first recorded sin after the fall would become standard operating procedure for all of humanity. Cain was told that the blood of Abel cried out from the ground. The blood of dead Abel obviously couldn't actually speak, but the fact that there was blood on the ground spoke volumes to God. It cried out to God before his heavenly throne, demanding divine vengeance, and Cain was guilty before God for murdering Abel. And the divine sentence was that the very ground which had yielded the crop screamed of the death exacted upon Abel by his brother. Cain would not be able to offer another hypocritical offering. Cain's punishment was much like his dad's. He would work the ground with toil and see little fruit. And he would be a vagabond, which is a wanderer on the earth. Sin always makes our lives harder. Throughout the Bible, God draws a contrast between the sowing of unrighteousness with the harvesting of faith. Cain sowed the ground with the blood of his brother because he chose to be defined by the devil. And thus he was jealous of Abel and mad at God. But as we have seen, it was by Abel's faith that his offering was acceptable to God. Abel chose to be defined by God. He wasn't perfect. He never was on this earth perfect. But what makes anything we have to give to the Lord acceptable by him is our faith in him and our choice to be defined by him. In verses 13 and 14 of today's passage, we read, And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. The greatest honor that can be bestowed on a person is to have the face of God shine on them. Cain understood this in his limited way and cried out at the loss, a loss which he had brought upon himself. Even to this day, Cain is the biblical example of the wicked son who remains forever out of the favor with the Lord. Obviously, anyone alive on earth during Cain's life would be a rather close relative to Abel but it's not most likely that one of his own sons would try to repay Cain for what he did. Cain's remark then very well could be his fear of this. In verse 15 of today's passage, we read, And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain 
vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone find him should kill him. We are not told what the mark that God put on Cain looked like. What is important is that the mark stood for God's merciful protection of Cain, despite his overt sin. Cain had switched sides and joined the devil's team, murdering the seed of the woman. So God rightly cursed him. God didn't send Cain to hell immediately. He put a mark on him to protect his life while on this earth. If anyone were to kill Cain, they would have received vengeance sevenfold or completely. There would have been no mercy given for the murderer of this murderer. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 24, we are reminded that the Lord Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant and his blood of sprinkling speaks better things than that of Abel. The blood of the Lord Jesus cries out before God for the forgiveness of all willing enough to believe in the efficacy of his blood. Whereas the blood of Abel cries out for vengeance and retribution, the blood of the Lord Jesus declares love, hope, peace, and forgiveness. Found in the death and blood of the Lord Jesus is everything we need for the removal of our sin and the access to us for deep intimacy with God himself. The blood of the Lord Jesus is better than the blood of Abel because the blood of the Lord Jesus is the only blood that cleanses us from all of our sin. Cain took his brother's life while the Lord Jesus laid down his life for all who are willing enough to believe in him. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.